If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. As we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. As always, and uh, on tap over the next three hours, good show lined up, including VEASAN betting analyst Josh Applebaum with a look at some of the numbers that we have and uh, the movement in the NFL for this week. And, Paulie, let's begin with uh, what took place last night with the uh, committee meeting. Fellas, if you don't mind putting the screen up here in the studio, that would be outstanding. Thank you uh, in advance. Um, The committee had their uh, rankings last night, and really going into it, no surprise, right? I mean, we knew what the top four was going to look like. In fact, we knew what the top five was going to look like. Then it came down to which team would they have number six, which team would they have number seven, and uh, they popped LSU number six, USC number seven, and then at number eight they put Alabama. Do you have any problem or issue with LSU now ahead of USC? At, well, this, at this stage, at this stage. It's going to be, it's going to be, I don't, if there's chaos, USC can't jump them. Because LSU is going to have the best win in the country when it's all said and done. I do have a problem with that. Mm. I mean, we're going to see that if there is absolute LSU winning out is the worst case scenario for the committee. Because then you have the whole Tennessee situation. I agree with Reese Davis. Tennessee should block LSU. He's pretty adamant about it. It, That should be. I mean, they blew him out on the road. What the hell? Every game matters my ass then. 
but you lost two games. I know you're closing with a bang here, but I, I can't get there. Well, the, you, you know what? Utah is sitting there at 10 as well, which is more bad news for Clemson because Clemson not only has to worry about all these teams in front of them. For example, even if Michigan loses and it's close, can Clemson jump Michigan? I doubt it. Mm-hmm. And then if Clemson, because Clemson isn't going to get that big pop in the ACC title game because North Carolina isn't getting any respect or have a chance either at 13. So they have to worry about Utah, two-loss Utah jumping them, sure. only one spot back. Right, and I'll say this about, I mean, the, the new betting odds are out as well, and North Carolina is sitting there at 8-1. to one. I would highly recommend you don't play North Carolina to make the playoff. They are I at number 13. Path. No, there's no path. No, and, and some no. of the tweets were coming out last night, like at this stage of the game, the – Longest shot or the uh, highest seed to ever make it. I think it was a nine seed made it eventually. They're 13. They have to do so much work and get so much help right. that I would rather, I think you're probably better off just betting yep. like parlays throughout the week for that to happen. Eight to one. I did, I did a deeper dive after the show. There's nothing on the resume. For North Carolina. No, and then plus the defense is god awful. Oh, it is. Oh, the no Apps, doubt. The App State game, the Notre Dame game. Yes, absolutely. Uh, your USC question, oh, they're in great position. I mean, to think that they only have one good win right now. But as uh, Stuart Mandel said, uh, tweeted out from The Athletic, they're going to go back to back to back if they make the Pac-12 title game. Road ranked teams. So you'd have three in a row against ranked teams. So you would, you're telling me, brand name bias, group of five team, 12 and one, four wins against top 25 teams. I mean, yeah. They're going to get in there. A lot of the talk last night was how everybody poo-pooed the Trojan schedule. And actually, they said they don't have a quality win. Somehow they don't want to qualify at Oregon State 17-14 as a quality win. And a 23rd. I, I don't understand how that's not a good win. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you can't pick and choose. Uh, the Fresno State actually doesn't really count because Hayner got hurt. And so if that's 45-17 with Hayner the entire time, then, yeah, we'd be sitting here telling you that's a hell of a win. But you're exactly right. I mean, if they do make the Pac-12 title game, we're going to now include wins at UCLA and Notre Dame. Okay, well, that's then at that point a pretty decent resume but here's – okay, so you, they're behind Michigan, and there's a, now starting to be some talk about maybe two teams getting in from the Big Ten, which I think, you know, if Michigan loses a very close game to Ohio State and even like USC wins the Pac-12 title and they're 12-1, and are we going to have this conversation about Michigan, for example, needs to be in over USC? If you're going to tell me that USC doesn't have a quality win yet or only maybe one with Oregon State – I want you to run down this Michigan schedule right now and tell me where uh, anything jumps off the page. I'll give you Penn State. That's a nice win, 41-17. Yeah, blew them out. What else? I know. Assuming a loss is coming at Ohio State. Yeah. At Iowa, 27-14? That's not a good – Iowa's awful. You have to penalize them for the soft non-conference. Have to. Have to. That's uh, that's not going to do it. After further – after taking a look at that, too, yesterday – even a close loss to Ohio State, unless there's chaos, not good enough. I would still have them ahead of Clemson if they lose a close one. That's but fair. in terms of making the playoff, there's not enough on that resume. You can't just say, well, we beat Penn State and Illinois at home. That's not good that's enough. That's not good enough. No, you can't. That's USC. I have a better resume, too. At that point, Michigan. yes. And USC will be Pac 12 champs. Yes, and the committee has told us over the years that the title game means a lot. So you would have to say USC belongs in over Michigan. And I, you've been pointing this out now for a good, I don't know, two, three weeks. The number on Michigan to make the playoff, it was plus 110. Now it's, it's fading out a little bit, but yeah. you're better off just betting Michigan to beat Ohio State mm-hmm. on the money line. You know, the Pac-12, you have six teams in the top 25. Six teams are in there. Uh, the other thing is, wh- why did Utah and Oregon bother to play those tough games to start the season? 
I mean, they would they would be all all but done that the Pac-12 would get a team in. Why did Utah go to Florida, and why did Oregon and play Georgia and Atlanta? You're better off playing a cupcake like Michigan did, and and some of these other schools, and USC did, and UCLA did. Right. Though, so if Oregon didn't lose over the weekend, they would be number six. Right. They'd be behind Tennessee still. And so if Oregon had put it this way, if Oregon didn't lose, everybody knows they had a clear path, went out and you're in. I think the same thing needs to be said about USC. But and we know this too, if TCU wins out, they're in. But that was obvious when they beat Texas. And uh when last week when the committee put them at number four overall. But your uh, updated odds now Tennessee moved to minus three fifty. And it was two weeks ago when they were in the uh what my, oh my buck by dollar twenty range. I would say that that's pretty comfortable. If they win out, if just don't stumble here. They're huge favorites this week against South Carolina. Yeah. Don't lose. Take care of business. And uh, that's now minus 350. That's telling you. And again, everybody, I hope they're right. That, uh, Reese, is, Reese Davis is like on the committee last night on the show saying, this is up. No, this is me. This is my opinion. Yeah. Not what I, I'm convinced the committee is going, going to do. But he just said over and over and over again, the Tennessee win must block LSU. Has to. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad that he's going to war with that. Yes. They destroyed him. It was yeah. over early. So you have to give him a ton of credit for that and what they were able to do. And, again, but the the, the, the LSU talk, they are 16-point underdogs. That line is up in the SEC title game. Yeah. But that is something they do not want to have to deal with if LSU shocks the world and uh, upsets Georgia. What they would what, what would that they do to things and what, what that would what happen as, uh, as well. Can't uh-huh. have that. The other thing is – what would a 12-team playoff look like? Can't get this soon enough. Six highest-ranked champs get the automatic. You're automatically in. The next six highest-ranked teams get at-larges. And then the, you got the buys for the top four conference champs and the first round is at the uh, better seed. A kid can dream, right? Your 8-9 game is Alabama against Clemson. The winner plays Georgia. Oh, my God. How good is that? How about Georgia-Alabama? Right up. Yeah. R- 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 Right, they get the buy. They're the one. Well, these were these huh. have adjusted a little. Remember last week, the eight nine right. game was Alabama and USC. Yeah, your five twelve is Michigan and Central Florida. The winner gets USC. Come on, it'd be in a Rose Bowl too. Ohio State's the two seed. They get a buy. LSU would play Utah. You imagine LSU oh. with how hot they've been. If they would beat Utah and you would get LSU, Ohio State in the second round mm-hmm. on the same weekend that Georgia right. plays Alabama and USC gets Michigan. And you almost you could get your wish. Tennessee would play Penn State. TCU gets the winner. Tennessee, TCU, total's got to be 90. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be awesome. Look at how good that is. Oh, man. Oh, come on. How, how do people actually, again, shut this down? Uh, I will never understand it. I think after, like, getting there one time, the first year this ever happens, people are going to be like, yep, yeah, I can't believe I was saying uh, we didn't need a playoff the entire time. I can't believe I was okay with the BCS, people uh-huh. will say. That would be one weekend. That would just. That's the biggest thing. That's bigger than March Madness. Well, I, would, I would rather have the, uh, the, the second round games on campus sites, but I get, so there's nothing wrong with, with Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, and Sugar, though, either. Yeah, those are very you know, good. How do you want to do it? Yes. Yep. And you could also play the games. You could play, what, one of the games on a Friday night? Two of the games on a Friday night? Play them on a Saturday? How would you do that? Well, I guess around because uh, it's bowl start, season. Start at nine a.m. You can just start at nine a.m. and play kick off every three hours, yeah, three well, and a half yeah. hours. Ideally, on the East Coast, let's say I would yeah. go noon. I'd go three. I'd go six, and I'd go like nine. 
or spread them out maybe a little bit more than that? It's just incredible, the people who run the sport, right? We, for so long, we never we had split champions, all this pole business, right? Yep. Then we had computers. Now we have this, and now you have uh, Herbie Hancock and these guys in charge. And again, you're going to have this, the playoff games on New Year's Eve. So you're going to be out there, and, and you lose the fight, lose control of the remote to the girlfriend or significant other, and it's like, you know what? Do you go to a New Year's Eve party? You put the game on. I mean, yep. it's ridiculous. They, they, they were the, the we, people. We start a new tradition. Are you nuts? Yep. That's as stupid as the Mark Davis comments. McDaniel's is doing a fantastic job. Ah, new tradition. Yeah, you have to choose between watching sports or you know ringing the New Year and drop the ball. Yeah, it's like many many years ago, the people in charge were gifted a truckload of gold, and eventually we said uh, they they said you know we're going to trade this in for that FTX cryptocurrency. Here, <laughs> nah, we don't we don't want it. Yeah. They, they would screw up a truckload of gold, honestly. Yeah, they Amazing. would. Amazing. They would. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boost. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like their World Cup uh, futures, insurance bet, and World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It's a whole new game. We'll run down the betting action from last night in Winsome, Lusome. It was fast and furious. And we also know somebody here who finished, think about this for a second here, eight picks a week, finished in the top five of a contest with not one, but two different entries. Details on that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters, the theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Congratulations to Bowling Green. What a game, what a finish. They beat Toledo plus 475 on the money line. Bowl eligible for the first time. In seven years, four and eight, oh and five, three and nine, three and nine, two and ten, four and eight. And they still have a game left. Yeah. What a what a great finish and a good win. We brought up that uh, possible scenario yesterday, and uh, man, they were that first half they were cruising. Yeah, twenty-one nothing lead. Yeah. It looked like uh, Toledo's like, well, we're already in the MAC title game. I know. Vancouver did it again, sixteen and one to the over in the first period this year. It's over a goal and a half. Now they're putting twos up, but that didn't matter last night. A goal in the first 10, 11 in a row for Vancouver on the road. 15 and 2 overall on the season. Goal in the first 10. Incredible. Penguins, 12 in a row, second period over. Thanks to Chris Otto and Ian Duncan. Columbus, 11 in a row, second period over. Islanders, 16 and 1 over, third period on the season. Islanders, yeah. Sharks, plus 240, took out the Knights last night. College Hoops, App State, plus 220, beat Louisville. Now, have you seen this? Yeah. Louisville is 0-3, and all three losses are by a single point. Can you can you believe it? I had not lose some. That's nuts. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Michigan State, plus 250, beat Kentucky. The whole thing. The, the rankings got delayed an hour. You know, vicious beat on this game as a result. Not well played. Ridiculous defense, lack thereof, by Kentucky late. Twice. The call, the foul, the, the foul. A guy fouls out on that call? I know. Come on. It was one game, I get it, and college basketball will get better as the season progresses. That fight from, I think, the the one-minute mark to go in the game until it was finally over took about an hour. Yeah. I'm just, like, pulling my hair all. This game was so bad to watch. Prairie View, plus 550. They beat Washington State. What a job by the SWAC. Remember, Grambling beat Colorado last weekend, too. Well, they had that... (laughs) uh, the Swag Pac-12 yeah. kind of thing. I think it was three and three. Incredible. Jeez. Yeah. 
Colgate plus 265, one at Syracuse. Missouri, Edwardsville over 151 up to 158 and a half. How about 105 to 80? Good God. NC State, Florida International over 148 and a half up to 159. I am the steam, the people guys say. 107 to 74. <laughs> Penn plus two and a half, one off the favorite. Beat Drexel by five. Memphis Pelicans under 230 down to 224. 113 to 102. See what happened there as well? First quarter? Got there. Yes. No Zion. Yeah. Uh, so came down. Grizzlies were even Good money. Fun. But, yep. Doug Kazarian, ESPN Television. Finished with not one, but two entries in the top five of the William Hill College Football Contest. $1,000 to get in, eight picks a week against the spread, 10 weeks. As Matt Eumann said yesterday in the VEASAN contest, he leads our Friday night contest, a 17-2-1 run. I asked him, what is, he's, he's, most of it's been college football. But with the VEASAN stuff, and in here, this is just a college contest That's only. It. Yep. But to do, it's a condensed card. You only have 30 games That's to choose it. from. And this guy has two of the entries in the top five. Yep. Finished that way. And he finished one game back as well. Did he tell you exactly like why he it went so well this year for him? I didn't know that he was even a college football guy. Yeah. I thought he preferred pro sports more yeah. than anything else. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. And this is, look at this, the rhino, the big fella. And the dog's taking a nap and he wakes up to that. He looks up. He didn't expect to see that. <laughs> when you see the rhino hanging out. And there's a guy filming, and he's laughing. Look at the dog taking a nap on the side of the road. And the rhino's like, hey, buddy. Comes in, sniffs him. The, the dog audio's wakes so up. Good. Oh, my God. The dog, oh, the, the, the noise the dog makes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, take it back to the college days. Had yeah. too many drinks one night, you wake up. Well, who am I next to? What? No. No, you don't want to go down no, that I, I've okay. never done that. Okay. No, no. I, uh, never <laughs> How about this? Jimmy Snooker again. Look at the cat coming in right on the, oh, right on the oh. face, taking him in. Like right out of Alien, right? You know, coming right. Every Alien movie, the thing lands, the alien creature lands right on the face. The dog's laying down on the on the grass, oh. and the cat comes right in and grabs him. That is, This is great video. Volume up, please. Start him young, right? The pit bull's howling. Right? The big guy, and then the puppy gets in on it. It goes on for 15 seconds. <laughs> Look at little guy running. That's really Monkey funny. see, monkey do, right? There you go. There you go. A little barking at the end, too. Good job. Uh, lose some. I had to put, I, I, I missed this. I have to point it out. It's a disgrace. Suns money line Monday in Miami. Free throw disparity 25 4 in favor of Miami. I haven't seen something like that uh, until uh, only when Donaghy worked the game. Much it, yep. It's ridiculous. Duke, plus two, one off the favorite, lost by five. Bowling Green, Toledo under, 50 and a half down to 46. <laughs> 52-45. Ohio State, Ball State over, 53 up to 58, 32-18. Rhode Island, Stony Brook under, 137 down to 131, 74-64. Prairie View, Washington State over, 138 up to 144, 70 to 59. Couple bad beats. Michigan State, Kentucky under. Not one. You needed two. Two overtimes to get it over. And Stonehill, from 25 down to 23 and a half at Providence, they were down 16 with 2.30 left. They didn't score the rest of the game. And, of course, Providence hits a three late. They win by 24. You never know what games people are going to bet. We actually got feedback this morning on that game. Yep. About how people were on Stonehill and they lost. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 
If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at BetRivers.com. And great to uh, to meet Will from uh, Florida, who popped in the other day as well. Uh, how about the Taylor Swift, guys? Do you have an update on this? What's is this is this real with the Taylor Swift? Well, I think this is going to go down as uh, the highest demand in the in I think rock or actually music history for tickets to a concert or for a tour. My my wife loves Taylor Swift, and uh, she's it's I think the first time she's going to be making the rounds, going on tour since 2018. She's got a new album out, and so she's trying to and she did everything she could like pre-sale fan club whatever. And uh, I think Ticketmaster sent out like a bunch of um, whatever this is. I'm not a big, I don't do this very often. So I don't really, this is kind of like out of my element. But they sent out like a bunch of codes for people. And then once this day came, get ready to use your code. Well, they were so overwhelmed like on the website that people couldn't. And then this happened where people had to pay $25,000 each for floor tickets to go to the show. My God. It's a car. Come on. Yeah. This yeah. isn't. What's the uh, most you would ever pay for to go to a concert? I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for front row to Metallica, and I got to meet the band before the show. Oh no, that's awesome! That's awesome. I was in the fan club though. Long time ago. Yes. Yeah. It was incredible. Would I you mean, pay? Was... Would you pay a thousand for that today? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, come on. I, I'd go up to at least 1000 for something like that. Easy. Right. No question. But 25000 to sit on the floor for a concert? I, it's, mm. man. I mean, that's, I, I don't understand. I got to feel the music. I got to get into it. I mean, I, that's a, I mean, that's, I like everything but country, mm-hmm. but Led Zeppelin, Metallica, Tool, the, that, that, I got, I went to Nine Inch Nails once. Great show. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah, a phenomenal show. That's what I want. I want energy. I can't say, I can't, no. Oh, where they're dancing on stage no, the whole come time? On, Taylor Swift and some of this stuff, that's just not, yeah. that's not my cup of tea. Least, I mean, at, I want it. At least she's very good. I mean, I, I mean, want to get fired up. I mean, he, I, I want energy. Oh, I want, yeah, I want okay. eight I, minutes I, of Metal Fury. I want, let's go. I see what you're saying, yeah. 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 By the way, side note, this is why sports betting should be legal like in every single state. Uh, I tell Matt Humans yesterday, I had Michigan State. I was also late in the game betting them in play to win the game for small amounts because I'm like, I don't trust Kentucky here. Yeah, right there. I yes, wanted to good, poke good my angle. eyeballs out watching the game, but I'm like, yeah, at least I have money tough. here and I can have a chance to win some cash. It was a tough watch. It was yeah, unfortunate, it was. right? It really was. But that's, you know, it's uh, all the upsets already in college basketball. Bananas. Your level of excitement for Knives Out 2 in theaters for only a week next week. Oh, very high. Got to get there. I don't know if I'll go to the theater for right. it or not. But and then you, if you don't, you have to wait till December 23rd. It hits Netflix. Why are they doing this? That's how they did it. They, okay. get, they get two of them on Netflix. Isn't Netflix pissed off? Like, huh. they, you, you have a chance to see it in the theater. It's only a week, but then it's Netflix December 23rd, as I understand. I think I've watched part one probably three or four times. God, it's a good movie. Oh, it's great. Plumber's a, may re, he passed away, right? Yep. That guy's a great actor. He really is. Yep. yep. Great cast. All right, college basketball has started, and now uh, is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide at over 400 pages. It's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns of uh, all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a vSIM Pro subscriber Sign up now for only 99 bucks and get VSIM Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. 
and you can get it today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Up next, a weekly market report from vcin betting analyst Josh Alvabaum is up next. Find out uh, which numbers have crashed, are moving, that he wants to get ahead of. Still uh, good numbers of, available today on the board. That's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's vcin the sports betting network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. College basketball started. Now's the time to get your copy of the annual betting guide 400 pages. Biggest betting guide ever that we've ever done at VSIN. Odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans. They break it down, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champs, tournament teams, breakdowns of all 60 coaching changes. The only way to get to the guides, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, every Wednesday at this time, VEASAN betting analyst Josh Applebaum joins the program, also podcast host here on the network, and his two podcasts are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. Uh, we get a market report with him. Josh, good morning. Thanks for the time. Let's begin with this uh, Patriots-Jets game. Uh, interesting here because they they recently played each other. The Patriots won the game on the road. Then this past week they had a bye when the number was five and a half. But nothing really happened, and mm-hmm. the number is now down to three. Uh, explain the move here if you can and what you're waiting to do to bet this game. Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. And this one's fascinating, guys. I think also from the perspective of a divisional matchup, second time around. So typically you do see divisional dogs bark louder than non-division dogs based on that built-in familiarity. And the second time around, they tend to bark even louder just because you have that not only familiarity year to year, but then, uh, you know, season to season, within a season, the second time around. So these teams, as you mentioned, Paulie, played a few just a few weeks ago. Patriots won 22-17. They covered as a three-point road favorite in that one. But as you mentioned, to me, big line move here toward the Jets, guys. As you mentioned, Mitch, this game opened as high as Patriots laying five and a half, immediately got all the way down to three, and now we're back on the key number of three. You know, to me, all these system matches are on the Jets. Jets, divisional dogs this year, 30 and 17 against the spread, 64%. If you are a dog who missed the postseason last year, buying low on these dogs that the public says, hey, you're not very good, you didn't make the playoffs, they're actually pretty good to bet on, 85 and 62 against the spread, 58%. You also look at some correlative betting. We have a very low total in this one. It's about 38 and a half. It actually fell from 39 and a half with a uh, low total with a dog uh, getting three or more. That's another correlative betting good angle there. Fewer amount of expected points scored harder for that favorite to cover the number. But to me, Mitch, you hit the nail on the head. I'm not going to bet the Jets right now. If you look at the juice on the Patriots, it's Patriots minus three at minus 115. So when we've had such a drastic move from the opener to the current five and a half down to three, I'm thinking that based on the juice price, you may get back up to the hook there with the three and a half. So I'm going to wait out the Jets, see if I can get the three and a half here with the New York Jets. Also very rare that you have two teams both coming off a bye. That's kind of a, a rare occurrence here. It's slightly favored toward the uh, slightly um, better record here toward the favorite. They're like like 54% against the spread. If both teams are off a bye, just take the favorite. That would actually match with New England. If you do like New England, you probably want the three because it's going to looks like it's going to three and a half. But guys, I can tell you, I woke up this morning. There's snow on the ground in Boston. The weather's kind of getting worse. This is a very low total that's dropping, 39 and a half. Down to 38 and a half. It's going to be windy in Foxborough. Divisional unders so far this year, 31 and 16, 66%. Wind blows 10 miles per hour or more. The under historically is about 55%. So it could be a low scoring game. I'm waiting for the hook on the Jets. Bananas. Jets win to the two seed. 
Jets lose there in last place. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Uh, absolutely bonkos. Are you surprised Dallas is favored in Minnesota? Uh, definitely, definitely surprised here, uh, um, uh, Paulie, because to me, again, when I look at the lines, there's some that make sense. There's some that don't. And when I was like new to sports betting, it was, hey, the ones that don't make sense, give me the obvious side. But I think if, if you bet on sports long enough, you realize the obvious side doesn't always come through. So I look for at least a, you know one or two fishy, fishy lines that don't make sense each week. Last week, it was Tampa Bay in Germany, where they opened one and a half, got up to two and a half or three, even though the public was all over the Seattle Seahawks. Brady ends up covering that number. I think the Cowboys are kind of in that Tom Brady spot. If you look at this number, why on earth are the Vikings getting a point at home? They have the better record. Uh, you know, why is it a team that's eight and one favorite over a team that's six and three? It's also buy low, sell high, just based on you know recency bias. The public is really uh, predispositioned to do whatever you know. Basically, bet on if you look good last week, bet you. If you look poor last week, bet against you. This is kind of a buy low, sell high where Dallas loses in overtime to Green Bay, 31-28. They're a three and a half point favorite. You lose outright. Meanwhile, we all know what happened there in Buffalo, the craziness at the end of the game with the Vikings winning outright 33-30, to getting 6.5. So you have a Dallas team off a loss. We have a Vikings team, one of the best records, or tied for the best record with the Eagles, best record in the NFL. You're at home, you're getting a point. We have like 70% of bets taking the trendy dog here, guys, with Minnesota. Who knows, Minnesota could win and cover, but I got to take Dallas in this one. A fishy, fishy line move, contrarian favorite, only getting 30%. I look toward money lining Dallas. I just want to make sure that this thing doesn't get down to a pick em. We're pretty much minus one, one and a half Dallas. I like to see this thing be one and a half across the board and continue to move for the Cowboys. All right. Um, another divisional matchup that we have coming up this week. It's uh, Cincinnati hosting Pittsburgh, or actually on the road against Pittsburgh. And uh, the Bengals open up five and a half on the road. Remember that this is a rematch of what happened in week one when Burrow was terrible. The Bengals were god-awful. They, and somehow they turned the ball over like five times, still had a chance to win the game. They didn't. They lost. And uh, now they're coming off the bye week as well, and the number's down to four and a half. But we saw last week now T.J. Watt back and what he means to the Steelers. What do you think that means for this game? Yeah, I think there's a reason to bet here on the Steelers, guys. And I threw this stat at you right before we started this segment here. T.J. Watt, when he's playing, the Steelers are 53-24, and 24, 68%, winning 68% of their games. When he's not playing, they're 0-7. So I don't know if there's any one non-quarterback player, non-skill position player that has a big of an impact, whether he's in or out, than T.J. Watt. So T.J. Watt is back. Minka Fitzpatrick had an appendectomy. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not this weekend, but there's a chance he could be out there. I'm grabbing the points, guys, with Pittsburgh. You know, this uh, pretty similar line move, uh, you know, when the Patriots were five and a half down to three, similar move here toward Pittsburgh, where Cincinnati opened on the road, laying around five and a half. Now you're down to four and a half. You may be able to wait and see if you can get a five here. But just like uh, week one, as you mentioned, uh, Mitch, took the points week one. Obviously, you were, you're, if you're a Steelers fan, you're annoyed they didn't win that game. But I'll be taking the points in this one as well. Uh, if you look at this sweet spot, dogs in a sweet spot of getting three and a half or more, this has been the best angle to bet on dogs. Dogs three and a half or more this year, 58 and 31 against the spread, 65%. Also some really good percentages here from our DraftKings splits at vsan.com uh, slash splits. Only 42% of bets are on Pittsburgh, but they're taking in 71% of the money. That's a pretty good almost 30% smart money discrepancy here. Mike Tomlin has a dog in his career, 48 and 26 ATS, 65%. Also, guys, maybe an underplay here. I know it's tough to sweat these unders with Cincinnati and this, this high-powered offense, but we did open 43. We're down to 41, 40 and a half. Divisional unders that fall at least a half point are 17 and 6 this year, 74%. The under's only getting a third of bets, but almost 60% of the money. So, again, correlative betting. We have the total falling. We have the line moving toward the dog. Just like I'm holding out for the Jets, 3.5, I'm going to try to hold out for Pittsburgh, plus 5. If not, give me the Steelers, 4.5. You can follow Josh on Twitter. He is at Josh underscore insights. 
Josh, thanks for the time today. Best of luck this week. You guys are the best. Have a great day. Start your morning with VEASAN's new podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. Line movement, injuries, and make the Daily daily Morning Best Bets podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Well, uh, look at this number, by the way, in the Cleveland-Buffalo game. Hello. After uh, Adam Chernoff came on yesterday yeah. and just brilliantly broke down the weather pattern that they're expecting in Buffalo this week. It was at around 46 yesterday when he was on the show. It's now 43. Yep. I, I saw 47 and a half, looked at it, stared at it, and then at the, yeah. Well, hold on. You saw that yesterday? It was, or was Monday, it? Monday. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Monday, yeah. yeah. Monday. Yeah. All right. Um, I Does it, <laughs> it, so if this is like true, and I, I mean, at this point, again, they're expecting just tons and tons of snow in the Buffalo area. I think 43 still might be a bit high. I could see this going down to maybe like 41 and a half in that range. Yeah. You think, well, the, the running game then, because with Chubb, but then again, Allen has a howitzer. So, yeah, God. That, that depends how much you're going to get, though. That, yeah. It also dropped down to uh, Browns plus eight now, yeah. and it was nine and a half. I, I do believe that yesterday maybe some spots had a 10 on the game. I don't know. I remember watching a blizzard in New England, and Brady had five touchdowns in the first half. So yeah, I know against Tennessee. Well, remember the rematch of? Uh, it's funny. Tennessee doesn't do do well in the snow. Remember that game? Was it two years ago? Tennessee what? went to Green Bay. Yeah, oh, destruction. It was like forty-one fourteen. Yes, yes. Plenty of snow that day. Uh, the Patriot game is fascinating Sunday because uh, the history has to be factored in here too. Uh, same old Jets. Well, no, it's not. But they the Patriots beat them thirteen in a row, and they just played, and that was ugly. It was an oh by the way touchdown late in garbage time. By the Jets. Wilson was horrendous. They did nothing offensively. Patriots went very conservative. Could have ran it up on them, but mm-hmm. there was no confidence in Mac Jones in that game. But they're coming off the win, right, the buys, but you're coming off the win against the Bills. He opened five and a half. Nothing's happened. It's down to three. Maybe goes back up, but to me, when you look at this line, yes, it's Belichick against a younger quarterback, young quarterback, big edge there, and then the history. I mean, they call it homecoming. Oh, homecoming. We got the Jets. No problem. 13 in a row. It is It is funny how, like, the perception of wins and losses can really change people's perspective on, like, how good or bad teams are. Let's be honest here. The Jets are fortunate, very fortunate to have six wins. I mean, this team could be oh, a, th- a three-win team. They're, they're lo- super lucky. I think it could be a two-win team. Right. You got Brett Rippon. You won that game. You scored 16. You got the third-string quarterback with Miami. The Browns the, game. The, the, the Browns game, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of examples there. Meanwhile... The Bills have lost two straight, and it's like sky is yep. falling. Well, they blew a big lead against the Jets, and uh, it was a miracle yep. what happened last week against Minnesota. Yeah, blowing big leads, Allen turning the ball over. But to think, yeah, great season. Just last place, they lose this game. Patriots sweep. Them. That's funny. And they're the two that seed. That is, if they win, they're the two seed. Wow. Because of tiebreakers, yeah. Up next, our weekly look at the best and worst teams in the NFL and college football against the spread and with totals. You have a team hitting at 89%. And on average, by nearly 12 points per game. Who is it? We'll tell you coming up next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. 
Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v All season long, BetRivers is your go-to book. All football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game, baby. All right, we do this uh, every single Wednesday. It's uh, a look at teams that are playing above expectation or below and also really good to totals in the NFL and college football. And uh, as always, we begin in the National Football League with a look at your best teams against the spread on the season. Now, we'll get into the biggest story, which is like the totals, but uh, look at here you go now. With the best teams in the league at this point, the Giants and the Titans are each 7-2. and two. They played week one. So as you pointed out now all week, the Titans are, have rattled off seven straight against the spread. 
that it's absolutely hilarious to look at mainstream media with their power ratings that have the Giants like fourth. They, they'd be a pick em against the Lions on a neutral. Yeah, they would be. And, yeah, the Lions are taking money this week on the road against the Giants. <laughs> yeah, Although, I, I will say this. I do think, without naming names, I do believe some of the people in charge of those power ratings kind of get it, and they're doing this to troll people. Some. 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 Not all. Not all. Yeah. The Jets, Cowboys, Bengals, and Chargers are 6-3 and three ATS. Look at the Jets. They're covering, on average, by seven points per game. So... Uh, good look there. Both New York teams have been really, really good on the season. Your worst teams in the league that we have against the spread. The Rams are 2-6-1. and one. No surprise at this point. Oh, God. They're such a mess. Could you... Uh, and guess who they play. Could you find yourself... Well, the, the team... Yeah, look at that. Saints 3-7 and seven, along with the Jags. Mm-hmm. Which team do you want this week? The Rams <laughs> or the Saints? Well, no cup now. No cup. And who's going to play quarterback for the Rams? I mean, this is, oh, man, if it's Walford and what, oh, God. What, what if it's Dalton? Against who? Walford. Walford. Yeah. I'd have to take the Saints. The Rams are terrible right now. But the the offensive line banged up, no cup now. Oh, they're I so mean, bad. I mean, this is, I mean, who, who, who are they? That was, they get the old, by the way, touchdown against Arizona. I mean, uh-huh. home, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers, oh. three, six, and one. The Raiders and the Broncos are three and six. You want the Broncos this week? They play the Raiders. That'd I don't make... want the Raiders. I don't want the Raiders. No. No, I think that would be Broncos or yeah. pass for yep. me uh, this week. Well. Here you go with the totals in the NFL. The best teams to the over at this point. The Browns, six, two, and one to the over. Let's hope they don't get there this week, as uh, we were all pounding yep. that game under yesterday. The Lions are six and three. Eagles also sitting at six and three. Raiders are five, three, and one. Bears are six and four to the over, and they have been playing a lot of overs recently. And the Cardinals are five, four, and one. But again, here's your biggest story of the entire year: it is uh, the lack of points for a lot of these teams. I just I looked at the Broncos yesterday, and I just I almost laughed because it's been so good. They're eight and one to the under, and they're staying under by eleven point six points per game, and they have small totals. Most incredible stat in years, years of following the NFL. That if they just score 18 points in regulation, they're 8-1. I mean, it's a travesty yeah, how is. bad this offense has been, and they're wasting a great defense. Buccaneers, 8-2 and two to the under. Colts, same thing. Both those teams, by the way, staying under by average, by an average of more than a touchdown per game. The Titans are seven, sneaky good to the under, 7-2. Mm-hmm. and two. Bills, 7-2. and two. How about that? And uh, the Giants are also 7-2 and two to the under on the year. I've been playing... Um, Joe Osborne is going to blow your mind with a stat on the Giants. Home unders. I forgot about it. Okay. It's ridiculous. I honestly. <laughs> and it's in play again, obviously, coming up uh, Sunday. In various ways, I've been playing the top four teams on that list now for a good month. Yeah. For the under. Just the, the offenses were completely. I throw the Rams on there as well. Offense is completely broken. Um, and defense is pretty good. Your best teams in college football. That we have against the spread. Yeah, TCU, great story. Eight, one and one ATS covering by eight points per week. UConn, nine and two. Tennessee, eight and two covering by 10 points per game. Oregon State, eight and two. Tulane, the same record. And Kansas is seven, two and one covering by 8.2 points per game. The worst teams in college football um, against the spread. Miami of Florida, two and eight. 
missing the cover by 9.6 points per game. Stanford and Colorado, the same. Tulsa and Cincinnati, 2-7-1. Oklahoma, 3-7. And and Oklahoma's missing the uh, the cover on average by 8 points per game. Did you know Oklahoma's only 5-5? I'm looking at the standings yesterday and win totals and everything. And I thought I thought they were at least six and four. I missed something in there. And I went five and five. They're that they're worse than I thought. Yeah. With the Sooners, the best teams that we have to the over in college football. Houston, nine and one, over by sixteen points per game. Again, they were recently in that seventy-seven sixty-three game. Rice and Memphis are each eight and two to the over. La Tech seven two and one. Baylor and Northern Illinois are seven and three to the over. And your best under teams. In the uh, college football ranks, Kentucky 9-1. and one, Perfect recipe. Mm-hmm. Quarterback can't do anything. Can't score points. Defense pretty good. And they're, they're catching 22. Are they going to score this week against Georgia? <laughs> oh, it's uh, a deep total. Yeah, good question. On a non-fluky oh, result God. play. Yeah. You know, um, Colorado State 8-1-1 one one to the under. Iowa State 8-2 and two, staying under by 11 points per game. Marshall, Wazoo, Miami of Ohio all 8-2 and two to the under. On the college season. Very good. Well, how about some more hockey? Ottawa, goal in the first 10. 10 in a row. I mentioned the incredible numbers on Vancouver. 16-1 and to the over in the first period. Uh, first 10, Buffalo, 6-0 and on the road. Columbus, 8-1 and at home. Edmonton, 9-0 and at home. Goal in the first 10. Islanders at home. No, no, 9-0. and and the Islanders, but but the Islanders are sixteen and one to the over in the third period right. on the season. They're just a freight train in the third period. Several third period comebacks for the Islanders as well. Those are a little hockey for you. Yep. And as long as we're at it, NBA, good 15, 16 games into the season, the Blazers are the best team against the spread at eleven and three. They won last night. They beat the Spurs by I think what was it seven one seventeen to one ten. I want to say. Uh, did you see the? We bring this up. Wow. The, the Kings are ten and three ATS. They scored hundred and fifty plus points against the. Nets last night. That's what is that five in a row now? Yeah, <laughs> they uh, had they had eighty in the second half. Wow. Yep. They ro- and they were them. favored in the game and they yep. blew them out. Good for them. The Bucks are nine and four. Pacers eight and four ATS. Thunder nine and five, and the Jazz are ten and six. They did lose last night to the Knicks. So uh, those are the best teams in the league ATS. Your worst teams in the NBA. Against the spread. Heat, 3-11. Lakers, 3-10. Surprise, surprise. Mavericks, uh, not covering games. They're 3-9-1. Bad bad start to the season for the yep. T-Wolves. 5-9. Same with the Warriors. And the Grizzlies are 5-9-1. Your worst teams in the league, ATS. Good info. All right. Excellent. Yeah, yeah the stuff that Joe Osborne's going to have in about 45 minutes. He keeps track of all the uh, derivatives, the quarters, the uh, halves. All that stuff. I it's, tell them uh, very, I, very good. I want them to hire uh, Tony Martino in the worst way, because it's just for a guy. Just for he just spe- our, uh, Tony specializes in quarters. Quarters, yeah. NFL, college football, and, and NBA and college uh, NBA, and it's it just it, there's a whole other market out there, and we're not paying attention to, and it's hard to keep a track of all this stuff. But there's some sick stuff going on, like the Pistons first quarter ATS disaster, two and twelve, I believe. Bulls, uh, uh, 12 and 2, third quarter. You know, uh, several under teams. You know, Osborne does a good job keeping track of it as well. But that just, to just, well, yeah, to have all the, and, and all these books have them up. But to, and it, it's not trends. He's right. Tony's right. It's coaching tendencies. 
It's lack of adjustments or great adjustments and out coaching the other guy game in, game out what it's, you're it's doing. It's also, I mean, it's... Remember the Warriors in the third quarter course, years ago. It was right. an ATM. To me, again, I, I before tip-off last night, when the Zion news came out, I bet the Grizzlies in the first quarter. They were even money to win the first quarter again. Yep. I waited yep. and waited and yep. waited. I, I mean, they get, look, I mean, this is now going on for the second consecutive year out of the gates to, to begin the games. They're super fast at starting games. Okay, well, then how do you capitalize on that? How about you bet them all the time in the first quarter? Yeah. And they're doing it again this season. So the pro tip of this hour, back to college football here, Michigan's yes to make the playoff odds are now at plus 130. Still better value just to bet them on the money line versus Ohio State at this point. Um, you can make the case all day long that uh, they can still get in with a close loss and they have two Big Ten te- You don't know that. You don't know. You need a lot to happen, I think, if Michigan's going to get in with a loss at Ohio State. So if you like them to get into the playoff, just bet them on the money line against Ohio State. Um, those are available every single hour for subscribers at vcin.com. So that means at least 20 every single day. And you can sort them by sport and by show at the website. A little bit more on college football up next. Andy Staples will join the program from The Athletic. A new and, uh, dare I say, very serious contender has emerged in The Athletic's Heisman straw poll. It's the very definition of on the heels of C.J. Stroud, and it might not be who you think it is. We'll ask Andy about him coming up next. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.